This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And welcome, everybody, to a post-game edition of Spits and Suds as the Stars go on the road as part of a three-game road trip and started off with two points tonight, beating the Flames in Calgary by the score of 4-3. to three. I'm Gavin Spittle, flying solo tonight of 105.3 The Fan. Kudos to Jake Ottinger tonight, 43 saves. Massive save by Essa Lindell in the third period as the puck was about to roll in, but a kick save from the Stars defenseman saved a goal. Jake Ottinger came up big in the third. You know, guys, this was a game that the Stars kind of, and we've seen this for several games this year, where the Stars kind of started with some slow legs, kind of were chasing in their own zone. But as we've seen in a lot of these games this year, as the game moves along, the stars become the dominant team. And I'm telling you, this is a really good trend to have. Of course, you want to get off to a quick start, but the fact that they're getting stronger as the game moves along is a really, really good look. So let's talk about some of the uh, highlights. Connor Zary scored the first goal for Calgary. The Saskatoon native, only 22 years old, got his call up making his NHL debut and he was all over the ice, giving stars some uh, havoc tonight. So that was one of the highlights for kind of a rebuilding Calgary Flames team. And as I say that, because they're in the process of rebuilding, but they have some veterans like Huberdeau, uh, like Nazem Kadri, who just are not getting it done. And it's it's one of those teams that, you know, you looked at a couple of years ago when they ousted the Dallas Stars and you look at the physicality and it was one of those teams where you knew you were going to come out with bumps and bruises. But this is the kind of a different look Calgary Flames. And, uh, you know, I thought the Stars, as the game moved along, took advantage of their speed. And you noticed that the ice was beginning to be stretched by the stars, much easier to get out of their zone. And they were keeping Calgary in their zone, sometimes on shifts over two minutes long, where Calgary was just going into a tight box. And it looked like the stars were on the power play at times. So just a real nice win to start off a three game uh, Western roads uh, road swing. Hey, kudos to Pete DeBoer. We talked about it on spits and suds the other day. I thought they were going to start, and sit Ottinger tonight. So, you know, I thought that I thought that was going to be the move and then play Ottinger tomorrow night and then play him in three consecutive days. Tomorrow against Edmonton and Saturday against Vancouver and then you play him Monday against Boston. But tonight and uh you know, good thing because 43 shots and they, you know, a lot of high pressure opportunities, but this game, folks, came down to the dirty area. You know, we call it the dirty area because you have to work to get in front of the net. And the Stars, as you noticed, most of their goals 
were in that area. The in-tight chances were in favor of the Stars all night as they continued to put some havoc on uh, Jacob Markstrom throughout the night. So a real, real nice win. Jamie Benn, who just continues to dominate when he goes to Western Con- Western Canada. I don't know if, if, if it's because he's from Victoria and, you know, more eyes are watching Jamie Benn as he makes his way toward Victoria. Of course, I'm sure the Benn family be in attendance on Saturday night, but Jamie Ben always comes up big against Calgary, Edmonton, and Vancouver, and no difference tonight with one goal and one assists. So the Calgary Flames actually outshot the Stars 46 to 30. You know, the one thing that's amazing is we look at the standings as of right now, as we speak, and the Stars move into first place in the Central, 13 points, 6-1-1 one and one with arguably the worst power play in the league. That is absolutely amazing that this power play, with all the talent, just cannot put the puck in the net. 0-2 oh, tonight. Kind of a disparity as far as penalties. Uh, Calgary had five power play chances. Flip side for the Stars. They are really good when it comes to sh- being shorthanded. So, you know, this is this was not going to be an easy three-game road trip. So to come out with two points against Calgary, that was really, really impressive. Let's talk about the line of Mason Marchment. Mason Marchment seems to be reborn now, and it's uh, pretty awesome seeing him paired with Matt Duchesne and Tyler Sagan. That line is moving fast. I, I like how they're working in the corners, and Duchesne, um, with the opportunity with just about 10 seconds left to end the second to uh, put it in front to Mason Marchment was just a really, really pretty play. There's an argument to be made that Matt Duchesne has been the best player for the Dallas Stars in this young season. What a pickup by Jim Nill. And it looks like that line has come together. In the meantime, Evgeny Dadnoff, who we we like to see, Dadanoff, or as Sean and Craig and I say, do you want to call him Dadanoff today or Dadanoff? Let's just call him Daddy. Uh, Daddy uh, is a 20-goal scorer, especially when he gets going. And he proved it again tonight. Now that's two straight games with a goal for Dadanoff. I thought the defense, as the game moved along, looked uh, better. Uh, And, you know, Thomas Harley just continues to show his development. You know, Craig and I were talking the other night on Spits and Suds whether we'll see a pairing of Harley and Suter on a regular basis. And the way Harley's playing, he's certainly going to, and we've seen he has earned more playing time uh, for Pete DeBoer. On one of the goals, it started with a nice outlet pass for Niels Lundqvist coming out of his zone. I thought he had a nice game tonight as well. So the Stars' young defensemen moving along with a lot of confidence, you know, and I love that the Harley and Lundqvist are getting regular ice minutes. That's how they're going to improve, and uh, the top six uh, actually doing a good job so far uh, this year for for the Stars. Jason Robertson gets on the uh, – Gets on the scoreboard, and uh, it's good to see uh, Robertson starting to put up some uh, goals. So, you know, it was one of those games that 
you know, was it pretty? No. Is it ever going to be pretty against the Calgary Flames? Probably not. But that Saddle Dome is not an easy place to win. That's a great fan base. And the Stars quieted them down after the first period. So really, really nice win uh, for the Dallas Stars. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Also want to give a big stick tap tonight to uh, our Texas Rangers. You know, it is special to be a part of 105.3 The Fan, and it's special to do this program, Spits and Suds, where we're able to talk hockey. But one of the things is we do spill our hearts out on the air. And I will tell you guys, working with the Rangers, and I say this many times, so I'm not just saying it tonight, it's an absolute pleasure. And to see um, the smiles and what worked out tonight is absolutely amazing. Uh, Just, you know, it's off their back now, folks. The Texas Rangers are world champions. And, you know, I look at some of the people behind Uh, From a broadcasting standpoint that I have a close relationship with Chuck Morgan, uh, the PA announcer for your Texas Rangers all those years and seeking a world championship. Eric Nadell. A lot of you don't know Eric Nadell started as a hockey broadcaster, you know, with the Dallas Blackhawks, in fact, and wanted to be a hockey play by play announcer, but applied for a job. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, hooked on with the Rangers. And what Eric has gone through this year, and to come back, another guy who has stars ties, John Blake, wanted to give John a shout-out. John is the VP of Communications for the Texas Rangers, and John's a big hockey guy. So one of the things is, is when I go to hockey games, I've taken Mark Colombo, former Cowboys offensive you know, lineman, Uh, who became a coach with the Cowboys. We had a blast go to the game together. I take talk hosts, and they have a blast go to the games. The most recognizable person that I've ever taken to a Stars game sitting in the stands was John Blake. (laughs) And people would come up and say, you're that guy for the Rangers? You're that guy during the press conference, right? (laughs) And so it's pretty awesome. John deserves this. John has been with the organization for so many years. And, uh, you know, the players love John and John loves the players. So kudos and a major stick tap to all of the personnel for the Texas Rangers for getting it done tonight. So here's going to be the schedule moving forward. We'll have Sean on Friday morning, so we won't do a post game tomorrow night because we'll have Sean on Friday morning and we'll get Sean's thoughts on a lot of NHL news that's happening. In fact, the Ottawa Senators forfeited kind of with some stars ties, forfeited a top draft pick uh, today. Uh, and simply put, when Dadanoff, Dadanoff was traded to Las Vegas, Ottawa did not disclose that Dadanoff had a 10-team no-trade list. So Vegas, in turn, wants to trade him to Anaheim and the NHL and the NHLPA block the trade 
because one of those teams that was on the no trade list was Anaheim. So it got back that Ottawa did not disclose that information. The general manager has stepped down. So Ottawa is now looking for a new GM, which is tough for them because they're in the middle of a rebuild and they forfeit a first round draft pick either next year, the year after or the year after that. So a uh, big fine. That is a major penalty uh, levied against the Ottawa senators. And you know, what's so interesting is, is that that is so simple to disclose. In fact, there are websites that have that information. So the fact that the team did not want to disclose that is just so interesting. Um, and like, you know, you don't want to use the term egregious, but that is something, you know, clearly it was deserved as far as the penalty. So too bad for Ottawa and kind of a stars tie tie in because we are so glad that Dodonov is with us tonight and scored another goal. And uh, it's going to be interesting tomorrow night. Is it Ottinger again or is it Wedgwood? I'm guessing it's Wedgwood coming in. And Edmonton's been struggling, although they did win in the outdoor classic against Calgary the other night on Sunday evening. But, you know, this is going to be a different Edmonton team now with Connor McDavid. So uh, really interesting to see a uh, speed matchup, so to speak. And the Stars have played well against Edmonton. So I'm excited to see how they perform tomorrow night. And then on Saturday night, they play a very tough Vancouver Canucks team who is scoring and scoring in bunches. So Vancouver looks like they're turning it around. And then on Monday, you have the Big Bad Bruins who have played excellent. Don't ask me and other NHL experts as far as, you know, how the Bruins do it. Uh, every single year, Kretschy retires, Bergeron retires, no problem. Uh, we'll still be the big bad Bruins. So pretty amazing uh, what they're uh, doing. So stars win four to three massive win in Calgary. First place in the central division. We got Colorado in a couple of weeks, and that is going to be so much uh, fun to watch. Uh, let's see. We do have a question from, uh, da, da, da. let's see. Uh, Jordan Harper says great job on the podcast. Uh, he also says, I hate to say it, but the Calgary, uh, flames rookies playing his first game tonight is going to score a goal. Seems to always against us. Yes, that does always happen against us, <laughs> but a well-deserved, uh, you know, he's going to be an interesting, um, person to uh, watch Connor Zary. He was all over the place tonight. And uh, with a big smile on his face. So, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, good to see that the Stars picked up uh, two points uh, tonight. So just wanted to get, do a quickie uh, post game, kind of give you the, uh, uh, the as far as what's happening with the Dallas Stars, a uh, nice win uh, tonight in Calgary. Uh, the leader in uh, ice time as I pull it up right now. Let's uh, let's take a quick look as far as who led the uh, team in ice time. I'm assuming it's uh, Heishkinen, and it is Miro with 25 minutes on the board, which is a lot. Uh, second with Essa Lindell with 22.02. And the reason for that is, is because they were shorthanded uh, as Calgary had five power plays. And uh, then Hakampa had 20 minutes on the ice. Uh, Harley with 15.51. 
Nils Lundqvist with 1340 and Ryan Suter with 1923. Uh, as uh, far as forwards on the ice, Rope Hints with uh, 16 minutes uh, had a real, real nice put pass. Uh, I would say it was uh, between his legs, but he kind of turned around and uh, set a very nice pick for a Jason uh, Robertson uh, goal. Uh, so Rupe was 16-27. Wyatt Johnston, as his ice time continues to move up with just under 17 minutes of uh, ice time. Sagan was 16-24. Duchesne was 16-03. Uh, let's see. And those are your uh, top uh, guys on the ice uh, for the Dallas Stars. So as we mentioned, Jamie Ben uh, with two points, Pavelski with an assist picks up a point, Robertson with a goal picks up a point, two points for Rope Hints uh, on the night, uh, and a point uh, for Sagan, Duchesne, and Donoff. So that's going to do it for Spits and Suds, uh, flying solo tonight. Sean will be with me on Friday. And then on Sunday, we will release a Boston Bruins preview. Uh, so we'll talk on Sunday as well. So you guys can listen to what makes the Bruins tick heading into Monday night's tilt at the American Airlines Center. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, do me a favor. Uh, this would be wonderful. We're trying to give you more podcasts to bring you as much stars information as possible. In return, if you could just spread the word that there is a live and local podcast on as much as we can, bringing you stars information, bringing you guests, bringing you NHL and stars insight. So please press that follow button and subscribe wherever you hear this podcast, because that'll allow it to come to use. Cause we're going to do a lot of these podcasts on the fly to try to keep you up to date as much as we can. So congratulations once again for the Texas Rangers who are world champions and to the Dallas Stars with a 4-3 win over Calgary, first place in the Central Division. Have a great night, everyone.